What the <sighs> fuck was that? <laughs> it's Too Drunk Dads! Too Drunk Dads! Season 1, Episode 3. Woo! So, now that it's October, I think that we're going to do um, Spooky Month. Spooky Month? I'm using my fingers. Like, spooky. <laughs> Once again, you can't ever see our spooky hands. Spooky Month. We do a lot with them, though. So, we've got a lot of uh, sci-fi shit, a lot of uh, stuff that's not going to... Um, well, actually, it's all going to go in with um, October, I guess. This is Halloween, right? Mm-hmm. Well, 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 everybody celebrates Halloween at the very end of September, and they just immediately start putting up everything. Oh, horrible. Oh, and also, by the way, I'm Matt. Oh, yeah, and I'm Jason. Yeah. What's up? Welcome we always... to uh, episode three. Episode three. So tonight we're going to talk about a lot of sci-fi shit, uh, a little bit of scary shit, a little bit of fun shit, of course. Sports ball with Matt's going to be big, thanks to the Cardinals. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, let's go ahead and get started. Um, we're going to talk about a couple movies, a couple scary movies, a couple scary shows. Um, something, Matt, I don't think you've ever actually seen the entire Alien trilogy, have you? No, not all of them. I've seen, like, the original, and then I saw, like, Alien vs. Predator. And, that doesn't count. No, I, I should never say that. Sorry. No one should ever know that you watched Alien vs. Predator, but not the original. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Scorny Weaver, Alien, they actually came out with a, um, a documentary, uh, maybe like a week ago, mm-hmm. and it, it explains the entire Alien trilogy, the original, the origins of Alien. The originals? Originals of Aliens. <laughs> the name of your sex yeah. <laughs> The originals of Aliens. And um, I haven't watched it, I actually wanted to watch it yesterday, but... Um, you know, life gets away from you sometimes. Yeah. I wrote this show instead. Uh, but yeah, Alien, um, for me, Alien was one of the greatest sci-fi flicks when I was a kid. I mean, you've got the face huggers, Sigourney Weaver, whatever. But when the alien fucking bursts out of the tummy, it's like, <laughs> I'm doing it right now. <laughs> it's, I, I, I hand keep motions. forgetting that we're not, hand, we're not, like, we're on, not camera, on camera. Nobody can see us. Hand motion in his belly. <laughs> It was kind of like one of those moments in cinema that became iconic. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody expected it. They didn't know what really to expect with the movie itself. And all of a sudden, we've got Alien. We've got Alien. <laughs> I like uh, when Family Guy does the Alien reference when, like, when the little when the little mouth pops out out of his out of the big mouth, and it's like, <laughs> "Hey y'all, I'm gonna eat ya. I'm the little mouth." Like, <laughs> I'll, I'll never forget that. About so it. I actually bought the um, like the anthology on Blu-ray, and I forgot that David Fincher um, directed one of the Alien movies, and he hated it. He actually was so mad that he directed an Alien film, and it's the one where Ripley is in a um, like she gets saved, and she's in a space station with a bunch of guys that are actually all pedophiles <laughs> so ripley's believe it or not i hated it yeah <laughs> so just like i'm the only girl here but who do i worry about the aliens or the, or the predators i was gonna say the penises but aliens or the predators yeah it actually worked out a lot better <laughs> so um but yeah david fincher's um gone i'm, I'm a huge david fincher fan like, I, I could just imagine him like at like the premiere and just like he walks out hated it <laughs> Hey, really he throws his popcorn, hits like, his wife. He's like, hated it. If you read any review with David Fincher, like he's like, I didn't direct that. <laughs> no, but you did. That was Bradley Fincher. <laughs> Alien vs. Predator movies. They were fun, uh, in a way. Uh, the but, last Predator movie was fucking horrible. Yeah. It was like a comedy. <laughs> it didn't have like Jordan Peele or uh, the other guy. That nobody My, remembers yeah, because Jordan Peele got Jordan famous. Jones, yeah. <laughs> but key. Key. Yeah, Key, key, and, key, and, and, key and Michael Peel. Key and Michael. Sorry, Key, key yeah, and key Michael and key and Peel. Yeah, we don't remember. Nope. Uh, but it's – well, especially with the Predator movies, like, you know they're always – I mean, besides whatever Arnold Schwarzenegger was, you know, taking them over, uh, the pre- Predator wins. He wins, he wins all the time. It's like a – like, yeah. All right, we're gonna watch another group of people just die to predators. Cool. He's a dude he's like, with like, weapons, and it's just an alien. He's the alien version of Freddy Krueger. We know you're gonna win. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, Alien versus Predator never got on board with it. It was entertaining at best. And it didn't even have Sigourney. Where's Sigourney? She's probably 
Oh no, that was gonna say Activia. No, <laughs> no, no, no. That was, was Jamie Lee Curtis. Curtis. Hold on. <laughs> and there's another Activia. Uh, keeping everything balanced. But you know, the alien movies were pretty fucking good. Um, I was always a big fan of sci-fi over horror. I watched um, X Files when I was a kid, and that was like a nightly or a weekly thing for my family. Like there were times I'm old, so there were times where my parents were like. You can't watch this. It's gonna give you nightmares. And it would. Be, and, it would and then, be truth be told, nightmares I, like I, I pooped the bed. Should have listened to my poop the bed a bunch. <laughs> I, I did you one better. I took a two in the bed. <laughs> I took a two in <laughs> the bed. I did you one better. Uh, speaking of the X Files, uh, I remember in keyboard class, it was the second song that we learned in keyboard class was the X Files theme song, it's which is four notes. notes. Which, boop, which which brings boop, me to my next point. Why was that the second song we learned? Like chopsticks is the first thing you Chopsticks. Yeah. No, but I, I loved I loved X Files. Um, David Duchovny, Gillian Anderson. I mean, it was great. The first three episodes or the first three seasons were great. Then they um, introduced uh, Robert Patrick. Remember the Liquid Terminator? Mm, yeah. And then Liquid Reyes. Yeah, not a fan. So then, years later, so X Files goes away. I mean, that well, actually, went away before before I before I stop on X Files. The the whole lore behind X Files was aliens. Um, Mulder's sister got abducted. Samantha. They were trying to find her. That's what made him Mulder. That's why he went into the FBI. That's why he went into the X Files. And then Scully was brought in to debunk. Um, Mulder's um, findings. Yeah. Basically, like, dude, this bitch Cray, you need to go in there and, like, chill this dude out. (laughs) And Mulder's like, I'm not Cray. I'm I'm not Cray. And then all of a sudden, Scully's like, he He ain't Cray. Cray. (laughs) (laughs) I got abducted. I got abducted. Got a chip in the back of my head. Now I have cancer and I'm pregnant. How pissed off were both of them after the area? I'm not saying it's aliens, but but it's aliens. But how pissed off were both of them after the Area 51 raid? You know what? I'm really surprised that nobody interviewed David David Duchovny or Jillian Anderson. Hey, how do you guys feel about this new this raid that's going on? You guys were there, right? I would have loved to have seen David Duchovny standing in the crowd with a fucking beer outside the fence, like I'm just here to chill with a keyboard. It's his ringtone. He just like holds his phone up every thirty seconds. He's got like uh, security guards around. He's like nobody touch Mister Duchovny. He's here to play the song. (laughs) And yeah, but of course, after we know, nothing happened in Area Fifty One. So fuck that place. But and then they went like, um, you know, Mulder dies. Scully has a kid. Like shit gets weird. They try to introduce two new characters: Robert Patrick, who was the liquid dude in T two. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much the only thing you ever remember him from. Yeah, yeah. And then Reyes. Nobody remembers her from anything else. No, nope, she was in a lot of shit. It. But no, I just see her face, Sergeant Reyes. She was cute. Then that goes on. Then all of a sudden, Fox is like, "We really need a Mulder and Scully back." They came back for like two or three episodes, maybe, and then the series ends. But then they made the movie. Well, the movie, the first movie came out in ninety. The first movie came out whenever the series was still going on. Mm-hmm. And the first movie was great. It actually tied into the um, storyline of the aliens with Samantha and Mulder and Scully. It was great. I saw it in the theater, nineteen ninety nine. I was 17. That's how old I am. And then they made another movie that was that awful. Yeah. It was about a priest. Yep. That molested that molested people what, people that were also being chased by aliens. I don't oh, really understand. Yeah. Like no, we're good. What what like what, what, what that whole premise of that movie was about? Because it was like it also was trying to make it seem like like aliens are real. Like this is. Like, it had nothing there's, e- to- there's even a priest who is wandering in the middle of the snow who's going to take us it to had a- nothing, had nothing to do to with do aliens. With, and nothing to do with well, aliens. And then they tried to, to like touch on. Paranormal. 
guess. Wasn't it more like a paranormal kind of thing than an alien thing? Yeah. It was kind of like watching like Law and Order, but Dum Dum. Yeah, it was yeah, just it was bad. bad. It was just so bad. <laughs> and then they touch on the relationship between Mulder and Scully because in the first movie they kiss, but then there's a bee on her neck, and then she goes to the bees, and like, ah. so good thing yeah. she wasn't allergic. <laughs> we would have never had going into anaphylactic shock. <laughs> Mulder, oh and, honey, oh. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah, no pun intended. But I mean, yeah, the second movie was horrible, and then they revived it. Do you remember that? They actually had like a I think six, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, eight episode revival where they, um, where they, they brought the series back with Mulder, Scully, and it was actually pretty good. And they went back into the old shit with the aliens and, um, like how things worked. Um, Joe McHale, no Joe McHale from Talk Soup. Oh, Yes. (laughs) Talk he was like he was like, he was like the FBI guy that brought him back. I would like, have never taken him seriously. I'm Joe McHale, and I'm bringing everybody back to talk about aliens. Wasn't it, uh, what was the what, what, what television show was he Community? in? Community? It was a Community. Yeah, uh, that was a great role for him. Yeah, talk, the Talk Soup guy. Yeah, so he, so he comes <laughs> back and he's like Mulder and Scully, we need you. And it's about a virus, and it was pretty fucking cool. Like I I dug it as a fan of the X Files. I dug the revive. It was. It was, was alright. Okay. And then and ended. Thank you. Put X-Files to bed forever. Please. We you, only want to see David Duchovny in super great roles, not that one. Yeah, not, not that one. So then after actually the original X-Files, um, they came out with a show called Fringe. And I, you've never seen mm, Fringe. I've never seen I it. I tried to get him to watch it. Yep. And, and, and everybody out there probably is going to be like, they they marketed it yeah. as the new X Files. Dude, and like, and I've had like three of my best friends, like close people, who I truly like. I, I respect their opinions on television shows and movies and stuff like that. They're like, dude, you gotta watch Friends. You gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. But I was already too deep in like a bunch of other different episodes. And then I was like, oh, it started off in like 2001. Uh, I don't, I don't think I like this. But I never, I've never started it. it was, but, but it was nothing really but nothing but like you know rants and reviews and raves about this whole, about this whole show. Apparently, I need to get on board. Yeah, Fringe was great. I watched the entire series, I think, twice. Um, it's about a government agency that investigates paranormal or weird shit. Um, it wasn't aliens. It was more scientific. So okay. it was more... So it was on the fringe of these things. Yes, it was. <laughs> God, he was... Did I get it? Is that, was that the whole point of yep, the, that that was was the, whole point? That's the, the show? I just <clears> set them <throat> up and you knock them down. <clears throat> Never even seen it and already know the premise. Um, but you got um, – what was great about it was um, it was Josh Jackson, if you remember. I'm sorry, Josh Jackson. Pacey from Dawson's Creek. <laughs> you know what? All right. I'm going to admit it. I know who that is. I've seen okay. Dawson's Creek. <laughs> so, so you had I, was like, I, I wanted to pretend like I didn't because I feel like I'm a oh, – a... Dawson's Creek. Yeah. We all. So you had um, Anna Torv, Josh Jackson – John Noble, who, if you have not seen him in anything else, you better watch everything that he's ever been in because he is – he should be a sir. Oh, he should be a sir. United? John Noble. Oh. And then um, brand new, uh, Jessica Nicole. She played Astrid, kind of like the nerd. And fun fact, Prince Harry's wife was in French. Oh. I can't remember her name because nobody cares. Nobody really cares. <laughs> But the Princess of Wales, <laughs> Who fucking cares. The Princess of Wales was, was in fringe. fringe as like a. Uh, so you think that like the, 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 he saw her on television and was like, "I want her. <laughs> I'm gonna make you queen." And then went to America and then and then and then imported her to Britain and then married her. I mean, maybe. But I mean, I mean it, it was, seems like a very fringy kind of thing to do. Meghan Merkel. There it is. Woo! Oh, it's always in queen there somewhere. Queen Meghan Merkel. But yeah, she was in Fringe, and um, myself being a big fan, we all know, a big fan of time travel um, and multiverses, mm-hmm. which we're going to get to. Yep. We've got a lot to talk about today. Um, yeah, we're just on sci-fi. We're on 15 minutes. We've got like 70 more minutes to go. Stay tuned. It just gets better. It doesn't. No. So <laughs> she was in that show, and uh, but it was good. So I really tell you, like they, they break up like multiverses. Uh, Peters and both like it's it's a really good show. If you've never seen Fringe, watch it. 
binge it. It's on Hulu. Um, all right, so since you've seen them both, X Files or Fringe? Uh, and, and and you don't you don't have to explain why. You can just do you have an immediate answer? I mean, I have or to say I have to say X Files because that's OG because it's the originator. But Fringe, in my opinion, is more entertaining. Okay, like it's more modern. So, so, so you're the OG, but but you like the you like the the premise of the storyline of, of yes. the Fringe. Okay, because, all right, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so this is why everybody keeps telling me to watch it. I know, but um, X Files was I mean X Files got David Duchovny on the fucking radar. Got DD Cook. You ever seen um, Evolution? Yes. Right? Yeah. That's uh, Julian Moore, David Duchovny, and uh, Orlando Jones. The oh. guy that did the Sprite <laughs> yes. commercials. Yes. And Stiflers. <laughs> what, yeah. What, <laughs> what kind of lineup matchup was that? They're like, like we'll take, no we'll, one wants to be in this movie. We'll take all of you people who have been out of work for a while. No, David Duchovny probably signed on. And he's like, come on, guys. Like, anybody. And, and it's anybody. actually a pretty entertaining movie. Evolution, but after X Files, Evolution, and then um, he went to Californication. Yes. Have you seen Californication? I did. All of uh-huh. it? Not all of it. I've seen like, like oh the first God. three seasons. Californication is David Duchovny as David as Duchovny. David Duchovny. Because he went Living to, in California. He went to rehab for sex addiction. Yep. Which while is married, hilarious. While married to. Tilione. God, it's called. You just pull those weird out of your brain. I can barely remember the people I interacted with today, and you, you're just naming celebrities. Tilione. The David Duchovny. So she was married, or he was married to Tilione, and he just kept fucking everybody. I mean, can we talk? Can we talk about this whole sex addiction thing? I feel like that's really the only. uh, You can only be a celebrity and get away with that. Like. You can't just, you know, cheat on your girlfriend hey, or your man. wife like 400 times and just be like, sorry, I have a I sex, sex addiction. <laughs> and then she's like, it's okay. I'll stay with you as long as you go to classes. Like, what? Like, like, well, like you're, you're celeb- celebrity people. people are the only people that can get away with being addicted to sex. Like, 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 like people who are in a relationship, we just have to masturbate. You get to go and fuck around with whatever you and want. Then all, yeah, and then all of a sudden. And, and then go and then be like, oh, boo, who is me? I, I have a problem. I just, I just can't keep it in my pants. <laughs> I just can't keep it in my pants. All right. Hi. Doc, Dr. Cosson. And I can't stop fucking. Dr. Bill Cosby, please tell me how I fix this. <laughs> Nobody's nice. falling for that. <laughs> well, so he all went, right. yeah, he went, he went to a uh, re, re, I'm using sex recovery. Rehab. Sex recovery what do you think groups. Sex addiction rehab is an orgy. <laughs> <laughs> All of y'all just being Blip. gross together. Like, chastity belts. <laughs> like everybody has to be handcuffed to the chairs. Uh, There's a lot of air humping. Oh. Like when they start to tell their stories, and just they like compare penises. Just, yeah. Like I don't want to see that. Nobody wants to see that. Just Every, shame you. Everything's in graphic That's detail. Gross. That's gross. <laughs> the director of the program is just jaw dropped the whole time. Like you guys are really messed or like, up. Like tease them with a blowjob. Like, oh, <laughs> it's part of therapy. It's part of therapy. I could not imagine what sex addiction sex therapy addiction. would be. Anyway, sorry, not remember. to make fun. It's yeah. an actual disease. It's an actual disease. It really is. I'm sorry. I not. had it once when I was 13. <laughs> we all did. We all did. But, but we but, but we took care of it. I couldn't keep my we, hands off myself. But we took care of it the right way, and we just kept our hands to ourselves. <laughs> Didn't go run around just willy-nilly. Banging everybody. Banging everybody that was out there. And we grew up, and we got over it. Did we? Anyway, ah, no, we didn't. We just legally can't. We don't have enough money. It's called morals. This is, once again, we're broke. For the, yeah, that's true. <laughs> we, we can't afford sex therapy groups. I'm drinking Sprite. But so David anyway, Duchovny, yeah, so yeah, so David Duchovny. comes out, and then he gets the role of a fucking lifetime, and he gets to play Hank Him. Moody in Californication, who is a sex addict, but a writer, while his wife, Taylioni, is on set watching him bang chicks. So I used to have this thing, every time I would watch Californication, every female that he came in contact with, he fucked. Every time. Every time. Every time. Every time. <laughs> and then we finally get to, I think, like, season Was three. it because of Californication that he went oh, through sex therapy? I don't, I don't fucking know. No, it was before. He's like, wait a minute. You guys are just going to write in me banging a bunch of chicks? Yeah, she was like, I'm hey in. Hey, guys. 
I'm clean. I'm good. I'm in a good place. Um, well, what kind of, what kind of like alcoholic? This script looks good. I get to fuck bitches and drink a bunch. Cool. But I'll but, take it. But yeah, since, but but he's recovered. But since yeah. it's since it's scripted, it's not like it's he's okay. actually yeah. yeah. It's it's kind of like saying like you're an alcoholic, but you're scripted to be an alcoholic and you're allowed to drink. That all would the be time. like <laughs> William H Macy goes through rehab and then becomes Frank <laughs> from Shameless. I just I, I just get to be me, but it's a role. But it's tea. You're just, just drinking just, tea. Just drinking sweet tea. He's like man. Six years in AA, I'm good. You want to be frank and shameless and play a fucking raging alcoholic degenerate? The probation officer, is that okay? <laughs> sure, oh, man. Well, as long as they rid it for it, rid it for you. <sighs> that was a good one. That was a good <laughs> one. <laughs> like, alcoholic like, turned alcoholic. Alcoholic turned alcoholic. But, but, uh, but it's it's acceptable because it's written and it's loved by everybody. God, it is loved by everybody. Actually, uh, Shameless is coming back in, I think, tomorrow. Tomorrow? Like next couple days. Ugh. I know we got no Fiona. Ian's back. Ian's back. As gay Jesus. As, yeah, gay. <laughs> Shit. Like, like it's almost like like when when are they just gonna stop? See, they're almost losting it right now. Like, yeah, you're, they're, they're pushing like, it, and and the, and okay. the and the the end of every episode is you guys are just shameless. I mean, it, and it's perfect because it goes with the name of the story, but they've never progressed. At all with any of their lives. I mean, they have their, but then everything is a hiccup and everything has horrible reason for where they're at right now. They all make the worst decisions. They make the worst decisions ever. Always. And and so it's like, okay, like, at at what point are we going to change the storyline up? And like, and all of a sudden, like, Frank is just all of a sudden a millionaire. Like, he's like, I'm clean and sober. And and then I open up a, I open up a KFC and I'm (laughs) freaking. It'll be like the end of uh, Roseanne, the original one, where Yo. they win the lottery. <laughs> win the lottery. It's a dream. But then they come back, and then Roseanne calls everybody the N-word, and now they're the Connors. <laughs> they don't have a story. <laughs> now they don't, have a, they don't have a story anymore. Yep. John Goodman's still doing great. Roseanne, not so much. Not so much. I watched um, Into the Tall Grass. Let me... <laughs> I think, is it, isn't it Children of the Corn? It just let rehashed me, by let me Stephen break, King. Let me break this down for you. It's literally Stephen King is such a fucking horror genius that he wrote a story about people getting lost in the grass. <laughs> I'm not even joking, you man. I watched this movie. It was fucked up. It was fucked up. They get lost in the grass, and they find Mark Wahlberg. Like, hey, I'm afraid <laughs> of the grass too. <laughs> Marky Mark. No, like what's that? What's that uh, the, um, oh, the happening. The happening. Uh, He's just out in the middle of the field, like you guys are afraid of the trees and grass too. They're trying They're gonna to kill, kill you. you. And actually, it should have been a sequel to the happening because it is the grass is trying, trying to kill. Oh them. my goodness! I've never even seen it. I know it. Stephen King, you're losing your touch, man. So you're it's losing like your touch. Um, it's got uh Patrick Wilson <laughs> from um The Conjuring. Okay. Um, it's it's actually it's a good movie until the. It's, no, it's a good movie all in all, but the ending is so Stephen King. Like, I feel like Stephen King writes a story, and it's great, it's good, we're doing great, and then he just does a fat reel of coke, and then all of a sudden it's like, and then they ate a baby, and everyone died. <laughs> they kind of eat a baby. They ca- they, oh, they, oh they, they you weren't kidding. No, they that, okay. I, I thought Sorry, you were like, that, I was like, you went really exaggerated, but no, they ate it. All right. Yeah, so you're it's right. It's just yeah. so fucked up. Stephen and then, King's like, but then it always has like the the happy ending. What are they? Happy? What did they did they throw up the baby and they're still alive? That's the happy ending. <laughs> <laughs> oh, opposite baby. No. <laughs> opposite baby. <laughs> it came out the top, not the bottom. No, still it was just. Yeah, I mean, it was entertaining. It was good. Um, so it's a horror film. So like so so dogs eat grass when they feel bad, and and in this show they eat babies when they feel bad. Yeah, because the grass is out to kill you. My tummy hurts. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat a baby. baby. Ooh, a newborn baby too. Watch it. I bet that'd be delicious. Watch it. It's not. You've had one. Tastes like hate. <laughs> <laughs> Tastes like I can't afford you. Tastes like it's like ramen with old barbecue sauce. <laughs> Tastes like an old. Coat we gotta hanger. get away from this. <laughs> okay. So we got yeah. um. So we're going to talk about one one more time, right. always, every three weeks. What the fuck's going what on? What the fuck is going on? There's actually not too much. Not this bad this week. Every, uh, uh, America, on. the world, whatever, you guys didn't do too bad this week. 
Yeah, I mean, but I mean, sports yeah. was good. Sports was real good. Well, um, for our St. Louis people, sports was real good. For other people, <laughs> not not a so yeah. muchy. Yeah, now you guys have to switch sports because it's fall. So we've got, um, yeah, a lot of Netflix movies coming out. We already talked about Under the Grash. Um, the Irishman. You know about this? No. Really? Mm-mm. Uh, so, so Scorsese actually uh, went around and was like, yo, De Niro, yo, Pesci, yo, Pacino, yo, Keitel. You want to do another gangster movie with me? So he grabbed a bunch of Italians <laughs> for an Irish movie. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I can't wait. And they were like, (laughs) and everybody but Joe Pesci, like Joe Pesci was like, you know what? I'm good. It took, um, it took him five calls to talk (laughs) Joe Pesci into coming into this movie. It's like, we're not going to kill you in a cornfield this time. What the fuck are you doing, Pesci? Yeah. What the fuck is going on there, Pesci? Well, I bought a used car sales lot. I'm having a good time. I'm hanging out with Leno. Wife's good. <laughs> We're trading cars. Everything's good. <laughs> Praying. You know, me and me and Harry from uh from Home Alone. We're good friends. We're good friends. We got a timeshare down in the Bahamas. <laughs> Panama. Make like thirty bucks a week. Yeah, so I mean I don't get it. It's like the Rick Moranis thing where he's like, I just don't want to work anymore. So but no, <laughs> No, actually, sorry, sorry. So, Rick Moranis actually left acting for a very good reason. He died. Nervous. No, he didn't die. Oh. His wife died. Oh. So he left acting to take care of his kids. You oh, that's... piece of shit. Oh, that's right. I'm thinking about uh, the guy... Um, oh, shoot. He had that, that TV show where... Uh, actually, the girl from... Um, uh, shoot, the smart television show. What is it? Uh, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I don't no, know. Oh, crap. I... Uh, See, you don't have the recall, I do. No, I don't. <laughs> uh, anyway, anyway, Irishman coming out soon. Um, it's going to be like a gangster type film. They they use that um, de aging technology to make De Niro look like he did in the Taxi Driver for uh, part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the trailer you can see that. I think that's going to be it's going to be pretty good. I've actually Bunch of been... Italians playing Irishman. <laughs> Italian like, Irishman. I, thought, I was like, that sounds like a, a war in itself. Italian Irish. So I've actually been watching um um what's it called? Uh, what was I just talking to you about today? The uh, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, it's a pretty good um pretty good show. It's um it's about a girl that gets raped and nobody believes that she got raped, so the cops have to like prove that she did, but she didn't. It's it's a it's a big go back and forth, but. Um, I got home late, late last night, and I'm watching it, I'm watching it, I pass out, I wake up, and you get that classic, are you still watching? <laughs> and I think about it, I check my phone, like I left Matt's house, I'm sorry, we're yeah, recording yeah, Matt's we're, house, yeah, we're recording. but I left here, and I was like, Matt hasn't even texted me to see if I'm home. My friends don't even know where I'm at. The only fucking person that cares about who right now is Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> that's what that's why that's why I was saying like Netflix is like my life alert, or at least they need to like make it that way. Like it's it's really the only person that's like that checks up on you. Link uh, it to link it to your Fitbit. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> oh nope, it's okay. Uh, hey, are you still watching? And then it goes to your Fitbit or your Google Home, and it's like, oh no, it's okay. He's he's still well he's as long as your like, heartbeat's still as long going. as your heartbeat's still okay, then does it just play the next show or the next episode? <laughs> Well, no, actually, no. It'll, it'll shut everything off, which is even worse because then you can't even like wake up to any noises. No, it should turn like, everything on. Oh, oh, yeah, like a smart home. Yeah, flip everything on. Be like, hey, are you, are you all right? But it was like when I was living by myself. I remember this. I I didn't have to work for a week and did a little staycay. And I, there was like four days where not a single person text messaged me, not a single person called me, nobody just showed up unannounced. But the only person that kept asking if I was okay was Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> and then sometimes Hulu. Hulu lets you like extend it a little further. Net- or, yeah. Netflix, or Hulu will be like, hey, I'll give you five hours. hours. Yeah. Netflix is like, hey, dude, it's two and a half. What's up, man? Like you haven't even touched good? you haven't even touched your button. Press you good? play. You good? Or just turn your remote on. I don't care. It's all right. Just fine. But yeah, but but if, but Netflix should actually hook up with Life Alert for you know people who are living by themselves. TM, Netflix, Life, Life Alert. Alert, two drunk. Hook it up. We should do that. Yes. 
And you, you won't even need to wear a necklace or have one in your shower. Just Netflix will let you know if you're – or what, 911 know if you're dead or not. What happens if you're watching Netflix, then you get in the shower, and then you die? Well, then – I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> I, well, you wouldn't answer. You wouldn't answer. So it would call – But I, I immediately went like, let's have full, full control. Netflix has full control of your house. It can turn on your lights. It can turn off your shower. It's it like can, Alexa. It can access your cameras. Oh. It can do everything to make sure that you're alive. Netflexa. Netflix. God. Netflix is going to hear this and be like, those boys are on to something. Those guys are on something. Those two drunk dads. We should hook up with Life Alert. <laughs> and the other one that steals your identity. What's, what's Life Lock? Yeah. That's, that's the identity. Falling and you can't get up. We got you. <laughs> Life Lock, Life Identity, Netflix. Movies, security, security. Bam! Movies, security, security. That's that's the, yeah. That's all God you need. Damn it. Well, we actually had a um, pretty big night in sports tonight, didn't we? Huge night, dude. It, Huge night. Uh, broadcasting live from St. Louis, Missouri, we've got the Cardinals going, what was it, 13-1? and 13-1. to 13-1 against the Atlanta Braves. You clench. Woo! The, the NLDS. NLDS. We're off to the next stage. So we're going to go ahead and let Matt... You got a sports ball, man? I'm going to sports ball a little Here bit. Here we go. Let's get it up for sports ball. Sports ball! With Smack Matt. balls. Meow. Um, well, talk about, like, talk about the Cardinals. Uh, I think I think one of the most impressive – or the most impressive thing is um, the resilience and, and just pretty much how we tackled these, like, these five games. Um, so just kind of like recapping just like a little bit. Um, like I, like I remember in game one, like uh, Dansby Swanson – we couldn't stop that dude. Like he, he came off and he was one of those guys like that got smacked in the face by a ball and like and he was just he wasn't doing anything and da 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 whatever. But yet, but yet we, we couldn't we couldn't we couldn't get him. So in game one we start off as three to one in the seventh. Uh, we got we got Flaherty pitching. Um, Flaherty. Uh, yeah, and then right right at the seventh they lose one of their key closers Martin in the eighth. Then Goldschmidt crushes a home run uh, and then gets out in the eighth. Chipper Jones. Oh, and I, I remember last week when I said, uh, you know, the uh, the bitter for Chipper game. Uh, Chipper Jones on game one threw out the first pitch, but then also in the eighth caught a foul ball. <laughs> caught. We we've been to a collective uh, game of like seventy three years yeah. of Cardinals games, and we you well between both of us, and we only have one foul ball. One foul ball. And you caught that that one game. I think my roommate's dog ate it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but but Chipper Jones, uh, a Hall of Famer and everything, just you know throws out the first pitch and then also catches a Ooh. foul ball and like, that's I mean that's kind of awesome. Uh, then you have Ozino goes with a double, goes up five to three. Wong hits a double, pulls away seven to three, and then Martinez. So good. Well, no, this is game one, and so and it, but Martinez, who I, I I like to call the uh, the Jason Isringhausen, like like reincarnated because he just. Like he makes my heart stop, all like every time he goes up there, and it, it just it drives me nuts. Whatever. So then you get you get a two round home run by Okuna, and that makes it seven to five. Then Freeman hits a solo, that's seven to six, and then finally, finally, just like a Jason Isringhausen, he strikes the guy out looking in game one. So now we're going on to game two, and we have Fatalwagasism, whatever. <laughs> His last name's like my Wi-Fi password. He, true. he plays the best game of his career, um, and 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 then we also have to you know talk about uh, Adam Wainwright pitching 120 pitches or whatever. Uh, but that game, two of their players, the the, the pitcher and um, and Okuda, they played the best games of their career, and they they only beat us by three. Um, game three, nothing exciting. Nothing. Not gonna lie, nothing nope. really. Whatever, man. Whatever. Game four, we got T. Hudson starting. Uh, Goldie homers in the first, backed backed up with Ozuna. Um, he hits another one in the fourth. Then the Braves go on and uh, with an error off of Edmund off his chest uh, with with a four to three lead. Then Yachty sends it over Freddie Freeman's glove to tie to the game. Then the bottom with the error of the sack fly by Yachty for the win. And then today, force game five. Mm-hmm. Force game five. And and Dude, within it a matter, out so boring. Yeah, and within a, within a Mason. <laughs> Yeah, super boring. Um, I, yeah. I think I think in the first five minutes we were up five to nothing. Yeah. So so cards actually put in the, in the first game or in the first inning we post up ten uh, ten runs. Um, so the the cards are tied with the most post inning 
sorry, postseason inning victory history with 27 minutes. Um, the the record of 10 innings or 10 10 runs scored in one inning is a tied record. Uh, playoff record 13 runs in 13 innings. So we we were making magic tonight. Uh, and then also uh, on, on another on another record setting thing was the the pitcher uh, my Wi-Fi password. Uh, he <laughs> had six earned runs in one third of an inning. Uh, so it's not really you know not a really great stat for them, but great stat for us. We ended up closing out the game 13 to one, 13 and to we one. are on to on to our next. On our next and and it might be by the end of the night it'll either be the Dodgers or the Astros. I'm actually hoping. Like, like, who the, do you want? I'm only I'm hoping for the Astros just because I have family in Texas and I want to watch them suck a dick. See, I'm, I'm gonna go with the Astros too because I don't really want to go against uh, the Dodgers pitching because they are just notorious for you know stepping it up and uh, they actually set. Uh, a record for the most wins in a single season in franchise history. I think it was 107. Um, and I mean, you know, don't don't quote me on the 107, but I'm, but I know for a fact that that, that they set a uh, franchise record for the most wins in a single season. But that's also the counterpoint on why I wouldn't mind facing the Dodgers because usually a team that is so hot during the regular season just and tanks out at the very bottom. A um, little bit about a little bit little bit about the Blues just to touch on it just real quick. Do it. Um, just real quick, I love the fact that the Blues are 2-0-1. We are first place in the Central Division. Uh, we, uh, we've, we've done our classic St. Louis Blues uh, thing. We've just been strong. We, we're resilient. We're just kind of like the Cardinals. Uh, but when we placed, we placed, sorry, when we faced the Stars, uh, we won 3-2. Sammy Blaze was the highlight kid. I'm so glad that, you know, that he's, he's becoming the player that we really wanted him to be. Uh, and then, then the last game against the Maple Leafs, we won again 3-2. Our captain Petrangelo does it again, sticks it into the net, and I, I love how like the goalie kept holding onto a stick and he's like ripped it out and was like, "No, we win," kind of thing. Uh, and then uh, the last thing about the Blues is I'm really liking the Justin Falk. Uh, uh, that was a really good pickup, a really strong defenseman, a, a, um, a veteran defenseman from the Hurricanes, uh, hard hitting, a very go go guy, playing hard, trying to make plays. Super, super big compliment for our not our already very impressive uh, defensive line and defensive uh, uh, setup. So uh, that's that's Matt with sports ball. Sports ball. God. Go damn. cards. Go blues. No, no, no. That's all we talk about on sports ball. By the way, is local teams. Uh, yeah. Who cares about anybody else? Who, who cares? Who cares? So we got um, a couple more things to talk about. Man, we're going. Damn, we're already at 40 minutes. There's so much more to talk about. So quickly, we're going to go into... Guess what movie we saw? Joker. Oh, yeah. And we are going to try so hard to not give anything away because it was such a fantastic fucking movie. Yeah, guys, I know that we we do our movie reviews, and we went out and... Um, I, I think I think uh, Dr. K said it perfectly. I love that 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 the definition of me being bougie is paying full price for movie tickets <laughs> instead of going to the five dollars Tuesdays. $5. But we went on Friday night after the premiere, and we will do our best to um, amp you up, not spoil. Not anything. spoil because I'm just going to say everybody this. needs. Oh, I'm just going to say this. Walking Phoenix did. You know what? All right. How do I say this? Jared Leto, who? Huh? Who's that? What? Dude. Walking Phoenix did such a great job of portraying a guy that society had forgotten about and literally just hated. That's yeah. why he became what he becomes, is that he's just sick and tired of the world not giving a fuck about him. Yep. I mean, it's, I mean, there's no the, bank robs or murders or like he doesn't go around killing. He's everybody. not a bad guy yet. No, not yet. No, not yet. Like, like the whole movie, he's still he's still a good guy. He's he just wants he wants to make people smile. Yes, and everybody that he meets or encounters just treats him like shit. So, in, the, in a quote that came from the movie, that's this is not a spoiler. That it's like uh, they said that he doesn't doesn't like having a mental illness because everyone expects him to act like he doesn't. doesn't. Yeah. Having ment- having a mental illness is hard because everyone expects, expects you not to not to not to act like you do, and that and that's and that's golden right there because mm-hmm. just just that quote alone kind of sh- without it's spoil- a very without- it's a very dark film and 
I've been watching um, Facebook and reviews and stuff. Like people are walking out. They don't like it um, because they because, because they have depression mm-hmm. or bipolar or they have some sort of mental illness and they identify with the movie so hard that they're like, I can't watch this. They're sympathetical instead and, of empathetical. They really and I get it. I I truly get it. But the movie itself in a whole is from beginning to end. Fan-fucking-tastic. Put together perfectly. If Walking Phoenix... Walking Phoenix is the new Leonardo DiCaprio. If he doesn't get a fucking Oscar for this... Or a Tony. <laughs> that was last week. <laughs> but he, he, not, he's fucking robbed. Yeah, yeah he's robbed. His acting... It, it, it was, was superb. Oh, God, it was so Just good. superb. So and I would have to say that if you are a fan of comic books, a fan of the Batman franchise, go see Joker. Mm-hmm. Go see it. On the big screen. You're going to regret it if you watch it on your fucking 32-inch TV at your house in like three months. You need to see it in the you theater. Got, you gotta see it in the theater. So fucking it, it'll, good. It'll catch you on, on feels you didn't even know you felt. Yeah. Uh, really? And, but, but then weirdly enough, you're smiling the whole time. You Which almost, is kind of awkward. Like, cause you're like, you're like, you're sad, but you just, you just keep smiling. He's the, the hero. Joke. Like, you're like, he's the hero. I want turned into a villain. Yes. And then what he does at the end? Darkness. But you'll have to wait and see that. You have to wait for you have to wait for the ending. We're not even going to even flirt on that one. We're, we just touched base on the first couple minutes of the movie. Uh, so I think because we've actually talked so fucking long, we've only got time for like two more bits, two more, two more, two more segments. I don't mind if we extend this one out. Woo! We do our first ninety minute podcast. What's we um something that I've um actually been a big fan? Well, not a big fan, but. Something that's actually been <clears throat> in my mind, something I think about a lot, um, I talk to my friends about, talk to talk about in bars casually, is uh, the Mandela effect. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know the, Matt had never heard about it until we talked the other day when we were writing this show. And um, for those of you that do not know what the Mandela effect is, it is um, the theory that whenever CERN, CERN, CERN yeah, Big scientific group. Um, big, big scientific. They're just a bunch of scientists. Just a bunch of Sergs. So what's they, up, Sergs? <laughs> Yo, CERN, what you doing over there? Well, they um, they were like, hey, what happens if we smash two atoms together? Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Well, but they did it. We're gonna do it anyway. So they made a big hydron um, uh, collider where they. Just smash two fucking atoms together. Bunch of atoms. Threw them at each other at a billion miles an hour. And just crush everything. And whenever we first were talking about this, it's not the not the Nelson Mandela effect. Uh, I thought that was going to lead to a rugby championship. The Mandela? The Mandela effect? The Mandela effect? No, I, well, like the little the, guitar? No, that's a ukulele. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, but, but oh, well, wait a minute. What if the ukulele was the mandolin How before the mandolin effect? Nope, it doesn't work that way. So CERN um, decided to say, hey, guess what? We have the technology. (laughs) We have have the technology. Let's use it. So they were like, hey, what happens if we smash two atoms together? Everybody said, please don't do that. But then they did it. They did it. And and here's here's the cause effect of what happened. Well, apparently nothing happened, mm-hmm. but then all of a sudden, except for we all got thrown off a timeline. Yeah, I'm living in a and brand most new people, universe. And, and actually, so everybody, what would you say? Um, you're not a part of this, unless of course you're over the age of what, 28, 27. Mm-hmm. Well, it depends on the the references that we have. Like maybe, I mean, everybody got shifted. True. But, 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 but they don't but, remember. But, but the memories. Right, yeah, the memories. So, so the people who have the old memories, like the, the, uh, um, the examples so yeah, I'd that say we're about like, to use. I'd probably say like 27 to like 40. Yeah. We we got to experience the mandolin so all, and we, mandarin effect. <laughs> the mandarin effect. Man, mandarin and mandolin. Like little oranges? Yep. Mm-hmm. See? We're all thrown off on a different timeline. I don't even know what to call it anymore. So we all got, we all got thrown off. Um, so the theory is that... After the uh, hydron hydron collider, two atoms smashed into each other. It shifted us into a parallel universe. Well, not all of us, just some of some us. of us. Some of our consciousness 
which sounds even more fucking crazy. So you've got a list of shit that some people remember and some people don't remember. So I remember when I was watching Star Trek back with, um, what's his name? William Shatner. William Shatner? Bill, Bill Shat? <clears throat> Sorry. Remember throat. Billy Shat? Bill, yeah, Bill Shat. Big old Bill Shat. <laughs> so big, big old, rocket man. Big old Billy Shat. He used to say, what did we say? Beam me up, Scotty. Beam me up, Scotty. Beam me up, Scotty. We all remember Beam me up, Scotty. But if you go back to the old recordings of Star Trek, nope. Now it's Scotty Scotty. Beam me up. Yeah. It it completely flips. It makes no sense. But well, actually, for for to me, it's like Beam me up, Scotty. Um, if he says Beam me up, who who are we talking to? But but when it goes Scotty, it's like oh hey, I hear you. Beam me up. That makes sense, but but yet forever in my brain and in the way that we always do anything, yeah, touch our ears. Uh, once again, no, you guys can't see it? us. Like, oh yeah, oh, the, oh yeah, the little, yeah, the little, little chest plate. Yeah. Beam, beam me up, beam me up, Scotty. But nope. it's Scotty. Apparently, beam that, me up. that doesn't exist. I'm just a big old dumb dumb. Yeah. Then there was um, uh, Mr. Mr. Rogers. Rogers. Hey, guess what? It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, isn't it? It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Beautiful day in the neighborhood. There's something, something. I'm going to change my shoes. But then now, apparently, if you Google it, it's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. I don't live in this universe. Which, well, I'm glad you said that. because Because in in, in this neighborhood, that neighborhood is Mr. Rogers' own little universe. His little trolley characters and his shoes and his sweaters. So so it's just, and Mr. McFeely. Whatever, but like, but they, but like, but that was his, that was his neighborhood. So it's a beautiful day in this This neighborhood. neighborhood. Not everybody's neighborhood, but most neighborhoods. What what do you remember? It's a beautiful Beautiful day day in the neighborhood. Yep. All right, what's the next one? Uh, So apparently Sinbad, never been in a genie movie. One of my, but I've seen the genie movie. My second favorite black movie. What? You don't, have you never seen what's Sinbad? Your, what's your first favorite? George movie? Carlton. Okay. No, he's white. <laughs> I said it so confidently that you believed it. <laughs> George Carlton. George, George Carlton. I remember that guy. I know, I know that guy. But yeah, you Sinbad. Sinbad. I remember Sinbad being in a genie movie. In a genie-ish movie. It. Almost like it was like a Nickelodeon show. Never, never, never happened. happened. Never happened. Not, not a single footage. Nope. Of him ever in a genie Well, he outfit. made a spoof well, after the Mandela effect thing came out. The Nelson it, it, we watched it last night. It was actually pretty it's, funny. It's actually really funny but where still. he is Shazam. But that is um, – but it's Shaquille O'Neal who plays Shazam. He, no, Kazam. Kazam, sorry. Yeah. Kazam. And then we talked about Flip last week when he had, he had, the, when he had the album. Uh, I hate that. I'm not where I'm supposed to be. Oh, speaking of, uh, of Shaquille O'Neal, dude, he owns – Part of Papa John's. We talked about Shaquille O'Neal last week, whatever. And I just I found out out of nowhere through a commercial that 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 he's a board member and he owns his own Papa well, John's. Well, after Papa did the bad shit, well, wasn't did, did he say racist stuff? He did. He said so, that he dropped the N word like so so in so what, public and at a board meeting. He's like, why is saying the N word? But he actually said it. Such a bad thing. So, so instead, they replaced a board member with the biggest black guy there is right now. Like, like, like we're not racist. Here's the big you, here's, Papa. Here's the biggest black guy. His name is Shaq. It's uh, like, so now I'm fat. Oh, right? my God. He's holy crap. Over. So that leads me into a note. I found out this the other day. You guys know, you know Wingstop? It's like Buffalo Wild Wings is kind of like a competitor, yes. but whatever. Like, but there's like little mini locations. Yes. Um, uh, crap. Uh, what's his name? Rick Ross. Rick, Yeah. Rick Ross owns not only seven of the locations, but he's the he's like the CEO or like of Wingstop. And what I love about it is that he owns seven locations. Like he's Can I work at one of those. He strategically either. placed his his ownership. Like man, when I'm in Atlanta, I want this one. When I'm in Chicago, I want this one. When Ross I'm in LA, like, Yo, I want this wings. one. Oh, give them to me. Give it to me. I'm, I'm gonna stop for or some even wings. Like Shaquille walks in, he's like. Two large pizzas. They're mine. Extra large. Come on. He's Shaq. His shoe. His shoe is the size of a medium pizza. I think I'm too drunk for too drunk <laughs> to do drunk. 
No, just kidding. Um, we so, got yeah, like sorry. three or four more. Um, with what the, do we got? Oh, hell, uh, what is it? That oh, whole, it's supposed to be. No, we're still bad. We're still e- back here. Good evening, Clarice. No, no, it's, it's well. Everybody, it's everybody knows from. Uh, hello, Clarice. Hello, Clarice. But apparently, but that never happened. It's good evening, Clarice. No, that that never happened. The one of the biggest ones that's been even before I even think they even called it the Mandela effect was the Bernstein and Bernstein bears. Listen, I grew up with the entire. Stack of them. Stack of them. They were the Bernstein Bears. Bernstein Bears. My parents would buy these for me because they were like life lesson books. Yeah. They were like, don't do, don't steal, don't do bad shit. Treat like, your siblings yeah, nice. Right. Yeah. Don't Bern- beat your mom. Bernstein Bears. <laughs> don't steal money out of your mom's purse. Don't don't burn your treehouse down. Don't put cigarettes out on your sister. Bernstein Bears. <laughs> Bernstein Bears. I remember that. Yep, that one thing. Bernstein Bears. Don't put cigarettes on your sister. But it was Bernstein Bears. Yeah. Then all of a sudden it's Bernstein. Bernstein. Bernstein Bears. No. Never was. I kind of feel like like some German was like, nope, it's Stern instead of Steen. It's this Bernstein. Not Bernstein. Bernstein. SS. And then, of course, one that... God. The mirror, mirror. I even... I. I even quote this to myself every morning. I look, I look right into a mirror that actually is actually a lot of times it doesn't have to be a reflective device. I just go, hey, mirror, mirror on the wall. Who is the, the fairest, most horrible person of, of them, them all? all? <laughs> well, yeah, who's the drunkest dad of them all? <laughs> but surprise, surprise, it's magic mirror. Yeah. Nope, magic not- mirror on the wall, and none of my mirrors are magic. At all. So that's the reason why the they don't... The one in the front room's kind of magic. Because it makes you want to kill yourself. Well, the only reason why I make them magic is I answer myself. <laughs> mirror, you mirror, are. in the wall. Who's the hottest of them all? You are. You know how to get really good at high fives? High five a mirror. You'll always know is where, where it's going to go. always broken? Uh, yeah, and has a lot of handprints on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can get Matt, rid- stop high-fiving your look, mirror. If you look at your own elbow, you'll get really good at high fives. <laughs> You got this, dude. Pop! Fuck! Callahan! Sorry! I'm sorry! Broke it! Fuck. And then, yeah, sex, means, sex, what's the, the last one? Sex in the city sex or sex city? and the city? Sex in or and or the city. I grew up in the 90s, and I always remember um, my parents, um, my girlfriend's parents, watching Sex in, in the, the city. city. Sex in the city. Because I thought, I, thought, I thought all these four whores were just having sex. sex in, in the city. city. And then all of a sudden... You are such a Samantha. <laughs> Stop it. I don't know any of other names. Uh, yeah, you're just a Samantha. Says you're, you're, you're a Jen. I don't know. That's not a her Jen? name. No, it doesn't. No, it's better. Miranda. But it's, you're a Miranda! Miranda. Oh, no, she, she was the short-haired... I like, a little, I like a little uh, Burnett one. Of course I do. Sarah Jessica Parker? No. Horse face? Yeah. <laughs> Oh wait, that's not that's not how you, that's not what a horse sounds like. That's Matthew Roderick. Yeah, Matthew Roderick. Matthew Roderick. Yeah. Ferris now, Bueller. Now he has a Tony. Does he? Yes. Matthew, Matthew Broderick, Broderick does. He does Broadway. He is he is Matthew I love, Broadway. I wish that you guys could see him. Saw my Matt jazz hands. hands. Matthew Broadway scene. Fuck a horse face. <laughs> but yeah, he's been, he's been married to um uh Sarah Jessica Parker for. God, quite some time. Uh, God damn, fucking years. Years and years. Uh-huh. But it's sex in, in the, city. the city. No, no, yes, no, that's sex and the city. Sex and the in. city. Because I'm having sex. And. In, in the city. And in, in the city. Not and in. And in, but, but in. in. You guys know, those are all the paralloxal, you know, the universes that we just switched from. Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick. Mandela. So that's the Mandela effect. I think we covered it all. I mean, I believe that I'm living in an alternate universe. Actually, I hope I am. All the time. Because really Can we shift again? I would like to. Do can to, we to... shift again ah. like we did last summer? <laughs> can we, we shift, shift again, again like we did, we did last summer? summer? You guys get it. Yeah, you know. So, uh, man, we're I thought at, I was living my best life. Man, we're at freaking 50 minutes or 58 minutes already. I think I got um, Is it time? some till. No, no tills. The tills are going to be too much tonight, but I've got some good stuff for you. Did you yes. know 
the Applebee's. You like Applebee's? I mean, I mean, do you genuinely like Applebee's? Do you ever wake up and go, I'd like some Applebee's? No, never. Uh, it's like Applebee's, Fridays, and Chili's. They're all the same thing. Like same, same. You like, uh, like, uh, what is it? Uh, the horseshoe shaped bar. Same shitty service. Same sad. Same, shitty, same whatever. And then, then horrible, horrible drink specials. Oh like this, like no, my friend! Now that we are in the witching hour, oh, that we call October. Apparently, if Applebee's wants you to get in there to eat their shitty food, they're giving you one dollar vampire. They're called vampire tonics. It is vampire tonic. It's made with rum, strawberry, passion fruit, dragon fruit, pineapple. Plus, it comes with fangs and a cherry. Disgusting. So it's just rum. Rum and <laughs> just, just, just rubbish. So it's like a so dirty Shirley, but with rum. With like a Oh and, and then you get a and then you get a plastic uh, uh thing. thing that you don't even know if it, anybody's mouth has actually been on dollar. For a dollar. For, for a, a dollar. dollar. I Dude. think next week we should go in there and see how many we can drink before we get diarrhea. It's kinda like or big, diabetes. It's kinda like the Big Macs. It's like ten cent Big Macs. I got. Let's big go act. for dollar Big Act. One. Penny, Let's go for one penny. For one dollar. You're like, hey, we'll, we'll just slam a twenty down and be like, keep them coming, Cheryl. I think that I think that Applebee's finally figured out that the only way that they'll sell food is if they get you shit faced, just drunk as fuck, and I'm like, sure, I'll take your pick two for two combo. Nobody ever gets an entree. It's always either like the pick two or the appetizer sampler. Well, I mean, high school kids go there and. I'll have your fettuccine Alfredo with the grilled shrimp. You know what? Double grilled shrimp. <laughs> I'm trying to impress yeah. his fucking girlfriend. He's like, that'll be $13.99. Kyle got double grilled shrimp. What are you going to get? Would you like a dollar Long Island iced tea? I'll take a Caesar salad. Fucking bullshit, Hold dude. the croutons. I actually went to Applebee's one time where they did the uh, all-you-can-eat shrimp and chicken fingers. What? <laughs> Dude, I did. I got super oh, fucking drunk. That sounds disgusting. It was gross. I was supposed to go see a movie after. I feel like that's like a step below going to a strip club buffet. Uh, it was bad. I ate so much fried food in like two hours that I couldn't go see the movie. I went home. Yep. Like, I can't. You should, should have never left home if that's how you're going to start your day. Do you, do you, you treat your body like that? Maybe have diapers? <laughs> it's just like, you good? Uh, I, might, I might need a Depends. Uh... When I go to the movie. It depends. But it depends. <laughs> Thank you. I knew you were going to... Oh, man. Well, we're getting down to the end of it, guys. Like, we... Man, we really wrote a lot of fucking content today, or last night. And it's been a lot of fun. Uh, like I said, we're going to keep doing... We're having a lot of fun with this. We're going to keep doing uh, spooky shit all Ooh. month because of October. Um, there's just one more thing that I really want to talk about that... It actually, it's been bothering me for a long fucking time. I'm not pregnant. What? You're you're not, but I but I bought but I bought clothes. You bought depends. I did. <laughs> Adult. All right. So, um, watch a lot of TV. Actually, we have I have TV at work on all the time, and you know there's a lot of health issues out there. A lot of people that are dealing with a lot of stuff. Um, you know, different um, viruses, cancers. I mean, hopefully medical marijuana. It's it's coming back. It's going good. We're going to get it here in Missouri soon If Illinois did it. I hope. If Illinois did it, we got to do it because it's like it's like the it's like Duh. the older brother. Like, oh, I, if, if he gets a motorcycle, no, i got to get a motorcycle. <laughs> Wait, my little sister's got a girlfriend, but I don't have a boyfriend. I guess I'll get a boyfriend. That's Missouri. But um, you watch the, the TV and they and they watch TV and they're showing you all these um, advances in medicine. But they always show the people on the commercials. They're so happy. It's like, <laughs> right? It's like, That's not fi real. Fibromyalgia. Fibromyalgia is basically like your bones hurt. Or crushing them. All the time. Got nothing but in there. They take a pill and they're dancing and they're jogging. Like, <laughs> now, side, side effects may include bleeding from your eyes. Diarrhea, screaming at your mom for no reason, <laughs> thoughts of killing your family, killing your dog, sprained no. ankles, <laughs> drowning your dog, <laughs> running your car into a pharmacy because you can't afford the medication, the urge to bathe 15 times. It just doesn't make sense. Like, 
it would be more realistic if they showed how horrible these people actually lived instead of just showing what it feel like. They're playing. They're playing rugby <laughs> with my shatter bones. With the with this pill, I can go and crush into walls and play rugby and play all kinds of impact Side effects may include shitting yourself constantly, bleeding from the ears, and eyes. I know we said that. Vomiting feces. What's what? like? What's like the? Uh, it's like the drug Chantix, the one that like that uh, that makes you like quit smoking. Uh, it's 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 like a minute. It's a ninety second commercial that's filled with eighty seven seconds of all the side effects. Hey, but you're not gonna smoke. And I would rather smoke. Yes, what? I'm the, actually the, as soon as we turn this off, I'm gonna go smoke. One of my favorite though is there was um it was a restless leg syndrome um a pill that you took. But one of the side effects were if you feel the urge to gamble, <laughs> I, and I'm not, and this isn't, this isn't, don't quote me on this. This is real life. This, this, this anti-leg syndrome or like a restless leg syndrome pill. One of their side effects was the urge to gamble. If you feel the urge to gamble, <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, I already do that without pills. <laughs> when I have it. So shaky leg or, or shaky lose, leg all, or my lose all my money. And then you can't afford the pills. I'm going shaky leg. You lose all your money at the game. Yep. <laughs> Do that shaky leg. Do that but, shaky leg. But the thing about these commercials is that at the end of these commercials, they're all super happy. It's like, no, you're bleeding out of your ass. <laughs> bleeding out of the anus. But you don't have a shaky leg. You don't have a shaky leg. I don't know, man. I but it's like, even, like, even like the depression commercials or whatever, where they show like this dark cloud like going over you. Even the dark cloud seems happier than what you really feel like in real life. Just folding over the top of you like, hey, it's a rainy day. And it's like, well, the bitch that he's raining on seems sadder than the fucking br- <laughs> the, than the rain cloud. The I'm rain, the rain okay. cloud's up on top like, <laughs> <laughs> rainy, rainy, rainy. And then the depressing ass person not doing anything fun with their life is like, oh, everything's horrible. I'm gonna stay in bed all day. But then, but then that's just the commercial. It has nothing to do with the side effects. No. Then you throw on the side effects, and why would you ever want to leave bed? Why, like, especially I'm fine. Them. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. Do I have a bottle? I don't. I don't, I don't need a. I don't need a gray cloud just chuckling over the top of me like a Mario cloud. <laughs> yeah, like a Mario cloud. Just like. Just, just haunt you down and <laughs> I was doing I was okay. doing so good with my medication. Thanks, Cloud. <laughs> Alright, I got one more question before we uh sign off. So I did hypotheticals again today. Yep. Um Matt and I both have dogs. Yes we do. Your dog is how old's your dog? She'll be eleven on October twenty seventh. And my dog just turned six. So, hypothetical, last question of the night. If your dog could talk for five minutes, what would it say to you? Oh man, yeah, that's a big one. Well, so there's a uh, for everybody who uh, who knows my dog, Jazzy. Um, Jazzy, uh, uh, my 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 answer could be um, very terrifying because uh, uh, we're 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 very aware that that you know that she uh, she listens to all of my all of my stuff and all of my friends and stuff she's whatever seen him do and, a lot and, of and stuff. she yeah, she's seen me do a lot of stuff so for for the people that don't know her uh, probably my most terrifying thought if my dog could talk what would it say um it would probably uh she probably confess uh how many times i cry in a day <laughs> I'm uh, with you a uh, lot. so she she'd be like hey uh you guys think that everything's all like golden girls but um but he, he he cries at least like twice a day. Uh, sometimes to commercials, even like John Deere commercials, the like, Blue Diamond Almond, the commercial. Blue Diamond, yeah, the Blue yeah. Diamond Almond commercial. That's a good one. Um, and that's it's not a band. That's actually it's a it's an almond. It's a nut commercial. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, no, actually, I'm just I'm glad just uh, just alone that my dog can't talk because she has all my secrets. She she's got all my she's got all my um, all my deepest thoughts. Um, Actually, realistically, probably if she could actually say something, she'd be like, "Can you tell him to fucking quit talking to me?" Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to hear it. Or I just, I'm done. I'm yeah, I'm done. Just let me dad, go. dad, I'm done. Please, <laughs> just let me go. Like, also, quit trying to speak Spanish to me and and pretend like I understand. I only well. know Korean. I only know. <laughs> <laughs> you've been talking. You've been you've been talking Spanish to me for eight years. I only know Korean. So I'm curious about the, the like, but what would you, what would Kona? If Kona, God, because because like you already in English say hateful stuff to him. Sorry, he's 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 
handsomely special. He's just a very special needs little dude. He's like if a Hershey chocolate bar could talk. Like, it's sweet and delicious. It's like your little brother got hit by a car, and he's almost the same, but he's not the same. And your mom doesn't have to take care of him, and nobody likes him. Yeah, but he's living on his own, and he's got a job. If Kona could talk, he would probably say, can I? Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I? Hey! 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 Just nonsense. I'm going to eat your pizza. Hey! And I'd be like, Kona, what do you want? You? Really? Yep. Want to be inside of you. He's so fucking obsessed with me. It's creepy. That was a bad question to ask. Yeah, that was yeah, tough tough to end on. Because, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm already wrapping my head around it, too. I was like, I feel like Jazzy would also be like, you guys shouldn't do a podcast. He <laughs> was like, I've heard like your I've material. Heard, it's it, awful. You guys should probably stop. And don't bring Kona into it yeah, ever or me again. Yep. And that's, Dogs. And that's segment. That's uh, that's thoughts with Jazzy and Conan. Well, I think we did pretty good for what we've been working with tonight. Yeah. What do you think? I, I, I had fun. We're still at an hour and nine. That's my line. Hey, man, did you have fun? No. I didn't have any fun. I had some fun. I hate I it. didn't drink the rest of my... Oh, we didn't talk about what we were drinking tonight. I don't want to. Oh, man. Okay. Well, we've, we've also... We have not mis- mentioned Shalabouf, Lisa Turtle, or what we're drinking tonight. Or... Pineapple Express. Oh, Pineapple Express. Shia LaBeouf is in a new movie called The Peanut Butter Falcon featuring a special needs child that he has to take across the world or across the country. With it's supposed sponge. to be very, very good. Also, Lisa Turtle is not in that movie. Mm-mm. And guess what? Illegal! There, we so, but, to, but today... Uh, <laughs> But today we're actually we're yeah we hit all three <laughs> boom, boom, boom. all three things that we we spoke about in the last week. Uh, so but what we're drinking this week is a um, I think it's what is it one two three four five six seven. it's an eight star bottled in Kentucky. It's not it's it has eight stars on top it of it. It's matter. called Beams Eight Star Kentucky Whiskey, a blend. Uh, yeah, but an eight star Beams Right Star Eight Star. Um, normally, whenever we have our beverages, we finish it, but because this is such garbage, uh, <laughs> me and him are both, no, sit- still early. We're both sitting on half. Uh, and I got my rooster booster. Yeah, so that's uh, that's the alcohol for tonight. Uh, Beam's 8-star. Uh, go pick it up. I think it's two forty nine at uh, at your local uh, quick trip. Quick trip. Um, it, you give Look it 8-star. For st- what's her name? Give it 8-stars. Oh, uh, Margie. Look for yeah. Margie. Margie. and uh, She does a great job. And it, she looks at you funny if you don't order Irk and Jerk. <laughs> Well, that's just me, EJ Brandy. Oh uh, fuck! She knows that I love that stuff. Well, but instead, that... but instead, I went, I went, I went two stars less and got the eight star beams eight star. So, <laughs> well, I think it's gonna call it call it for us gonna tonight. Call it, uh, drunk dads episode three. Man, I think we're a little too drunk for the dads. I'll listen to it in any uh, night five. Woo! All right, guys. Thanks, guys. Signing off. We'll see you next week. I'm Jason. I'm Matt. Later. Later.